0: hey guys this is ryan from iron uprise and you're listening to music city metal
1: hey there this is cameron from iron uprise and you are listening to music city metal
2: this is quentin from iron uprise and you're listening to music city metal
3: you are about to enter the electric fishbowl with tj fish we are metal we are family What's up, Fish? Back in the electric fishbowl, and this is the last show I'm doing at this location in the studio with me, Irie and Uprise. What's up, guys? Howdy, duty, man? partner. Yeah, so we have uh, Quentin. Say hello. 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 And uh, Cameron. Howdy. And Ryan. Hola. Ben is, uh, is home playing video games? What is he doing? <laughs> uh, What's Ben doing? What is
1: Ben doing? Yeah, Ben's working.
3: Work. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. Working the bar. Yeah. I was just teasing about that. You suck, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben's <laughs> the drummer. So go ahead, uh, starting with you, uh, Quentin. You know, I already introduced you. But say what you do with the band, and we'll, uh, right. we'll go right around counterclockwise here.
2: Well, I play bass. I also do backing vocals and somewhat like SFX for
1: album stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah
3: you camera. Yeah,
1: you do. Yes, I do uh, lead guitar, lead vocals, uh, and orchestration, along with Quentin. He kind of helps me out with that.
3: Yeah.
2: It's weird.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ryan. Okay.
0: Yep, I'm Ryan, and I play rhythm guitar.
3: Oh, well, yeah. so stoked. Uh, you guys were real flexible with me. We wanted to do this about a week ago, but uh, nonetheless, here we are. Yeah, it's not a problem, yeah. man. And we're happy to be here. the last show done... In This room, we've had a lot of great bands come through here, and uh, we are moving. We're gonna have a new fishbowl a little <laughs> bit further out, but uh, thanks for coming, man. Yeah, man, thanks so, for having us. We're stoked. It's so, yeah, tell me, uh, whoever wants to start, you know, tell me about the history, how long you guys been together, mm-hmm. uh, how you guys met, you know, who wants to tell the cool story. Oh, man.
0: Ryan would probably be the best, <laughs> to right? Yeah. Yeah. So, the whole band started about five 20 is? spring of 2014 yeah about f- that far ago and it <laughs> oh, was wow. and most of the band was founded uh purely from craigslist <laughs> i would attribute craigslist to three-fourths of the band being found yeah uh, just some random ads and just being like hey let's put together a good old metal band and see who all <laughs> responds and this guy here cameron was the first one to respond and yeah. uh You know, we just hit it off because we both love, like melodic death metal and different uh, shreddy guitar stuff
3: and everything so is that how you put it out there i want to start a melodic death metal band or just, is, was you were you so well, specific uh, about the genre
0: that's kind of funny so originally the band was going to be like a thrash kind of thing like yeah. a revival kind of thing because i'm a big thrash guy like mm-hmm. i grew up with like the big four the second wave of thrash metal bands like testament and death angel and all of them and even the new guys mm-hmm. like evil and I love that kind of music. And I was like, well, what if we do that now, but like try and incorporate new genres and feels and ideas into it. Cause that seemed to be the new thing at the time. Like with, you know, guys like vector revocation and stuff where they're like, Hey, let's take thrash and throw in a different genre to kind of give it a new taste and stuff. So I was like, let's do that. But yeah. with like
1: Bodom and <laughs> so stuff was like the first that. First to exactly. respond then. Uh,
0: that was me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, so, um, Ryan was living in Murfreesboro at the time and I was living in Franklin. Because um, that was my senior year of high school, um, yeah. I saw his ad and I was like, "Ah, man, it's been you know." I was kind of in and out of, of a bunch of different bands before that, um, but I was looking for something you know more stable than a lot of the flaky dudes I was playing with before. Um, and I was moving to Murfreesboro to go to school uh, that spring anyway, so I was just like, "I'm oh, going try to find some someone in Murfreesboro that
0: wants to do something." and <laughs>
1: I found you. <laughs> so
0: the, the the funny part uh, of the members that all we all met when we met, I knew Quentin because we both were in class together for audio engineering stuff and we sat next to each other the whole semester and it wasn't until like the last day that I actually talked to the guy. Oh no kidding. Yeah L- and literally sat next he, to each other. We just sat <laughs> the there time. and I was like, he keeps That's wearing great. these awesome dope metal t shirts. I have to talk to him at some point. And he wore, like, a death t-shirt. I was like, okay, I love death. I can talk about that, like, and stuff. I'm and very
2: antisocial, off. so I don't like to <laughs> to talk to people.
3: So that's how you eventually... Yet,
2: well, it, it's kind of weird. So... Ryan hit up Cameron on Craigslist and this is happening somewhat contingently with me talking with Ryan but it wasn't till later and when I became like more involved with actual like band stuff so he knew that I played bass and we hung out like when we actually started talking but Like, it took a little while to kind of jump into things, I guess, just because I was like, "Uh, I don't don't know if I'm going to do band stuff or if I'm just going to do engineering. It was kind of weird because I came from Arkansas and I had been in bands before, but I didn't really know enough people here to, like, kind of jump into any, like, band situation. So I was kind of nervous about Mm -hmm.
3: it. So what year are we talking then? So this was spring of
1: twenty fourteen.
3: So it's been yeah, about five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, was it MTSU you were going mm-hmm. to? Yep. yep. Yeah. That was. So uh... when did you guys graduate? Because Danny uh, Danny Shah Ramada, the owner of the booth, just graduated in July. Oh, nice. And he he he. Uh, so I don't know if you ever heard of him, but he's uh, him and I and Ian and gotten pretty close this year. And he's into he took show production, so. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, when
0: did you guys graduate? Uh, 2015, I think, for me.
3: Oh yeah. I, oh okay. So you've been yeah. out a while then. Yeah. yeah. I graduated
2: so 16, 2016. Okay.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are a little got a got a year or two on them then. <laughs> um, yeah, but
1: yeah, my my uh, stint at MTF MTSU was a uh, brief. <laughs> 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 was it one, we'll or, one or
2: two weeks uh, <laughs> no,
1: it, was, it was like a couple months it wasn't a
3: full semester though yeah. it was like a couple months yeah, that's right i went to <laughs> man i tried college, same thing yeah, yeah. it's just not for everyone man. D- yeah, it wasn't. you know what i mean yeah it, is, it either is or isn't yeah you yep, know yep, i yep. i i sometimes wish I would. i was part of that you know the experience and all that right Hey man, I've done well for myself. Without, <laughs> I I did I did get almost to an associate's degree, but mm-hmm. again, didn't work out. Yeah, I was in a bad place. Yeah, but you know, it's all good. So, it's got some new music we're gonna play. I'm really excited to play uh, two brand new tunes. How many of you guys have written so far? Because two songs are out. Yeah, so they are real recent, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the two singles off our new record coming out in December, which is called Penumbra. Um That is how many songs are on it? Ten, Ten. Ten songs. Oh wow, full yeah, album. Yeah, yeah, not an yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah full album. Yeah, Every
2: yeah. everything is already done. Yep. So like we've we've had it finished for a little while actually. Mm-hmm. And we've kind of been sitting on it, waiting to get into like PR mode, you know? Yeah. It's been a... Build up the buzz. Yeah, Mm -hmm. It's taken Mm -hmm. about like two or three years to kind of finish the whole thing at this point. And we're just now getting to a place where it's like, okay, let's put out music now. (laughs) We got (laughs) to (laughs) go.
3: And you say you got some shows lined up for the coming new year, which we're going to keep a secret officially <laughs>
1: well it's just yeah it's just stuff that hasn't been like formally announced yet so we don't want to be yeah. promoting stuff prematurely but yes we'll have a decent amount of shows coming up um the first quarter of 2020 um and then we'll be booking shows all year basically it's just going to be a year of playing shows for us essentially
3: what's uh whose idea and where did the name irene uprise come from who's got that story so
0: uh it, it was it was like a half and half deal, from <laughs> what, I, what I remember. We were like, okay, I wanted to use the word ire because it would wa- I saw it in.
3: <laughs> oh, am I saying it wrong? I thought it was like Irie, like the. Sometimes. Oh, ire. Uh, ire, yeah, 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 yeah. It, It's
0: it's all it's good. Okay. It's,
3: it's a really we'll dumb Jamaica, name, Irie. so I don't blame you on it. it,
2: it <laughs> it's kind of a common thing that happens. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not a
1: problem, man. You're fine.
3: Jamaica, they say ire Irie. Irie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I dig it.
0: I're, okay.
3: Um, I stand corrected. Ah, oh, you're was, fine, man. No worries, dude. Okay.
0: Um. So I, I, I found this name like on an article that was talking about uh Toys R Us and like how it was like uh much pa- parents are raising ire. For this new barbie doll that features this like new hairstyle or something i was like ire's a good word we should use that <laughs> <laughs> well
3: that's definitely a completely different context to re than jamaica because that means they're laid back happy so, oh really oh that's yeah, funny yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we're pretty laid
0: back
1: every now and, yeah. and then <laughs> we'll do what we can sometimes <laughs> well i'm
3: ready to hear some tunes man let's jump in and talk about the first song we're playing out of Astra. Yes, they yes. say that right Correct. now. Yes, sir. You got that I, okay. And what is um, I was gonna like do all this research and try and figure out what the title meant, but I was just like, I yeah, do well, just ask the band and <laughs> tell me.
1: if oh, fine, man. Yeah, so Ad Astra is Latin for uh, to the stars.
3: Ah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so the whole, I wanted the song, like when I was writing lyrics for it, to kind of represent this um, this kind of transition in, in your life where you're just trying to find truth and really pretentious stuff like that. So know, yeah, it's just about right. kind of like seeking, you know, who you are what you want to do Yeah, and and i read
3: the lyrics of exactly what was conveyed i was going to ask next who is the lyricist you guys share it or is it pretty much is that Um, your your deal
1: yeah so we in the past we we've kind of um traded off like song for song um but for this album i did the bulk of it um and then everyone else would kind of just help me um kind of consolidate it because i would bring in like a whole bunch of ideas and then i would just like sit down with quentin um, and we would just kind of, you know, fine tune it and make sure everything was as good as it could be. Cause there's a lot of stuff that, uh, I would miss that he would catch. <laughs> At Ostro
2: though, is actually kind of a funny one. We, we wrote half of, you wrote half of the song mm-hmm. and then you came over when I still lived in Murfreesboro yeah. and we wrote essentially, that was one of the first songs we actually had lyrics to in the first place. Mm-hmm. Like those have been written for a really long time. Yeah. Um, and we we wrote the the second half of that in that one sitting, mm-hmm. and it pretty much didn't
1: change. Like yep. I'm pretty sure, like it's been the same. Yep, that one like, went through the fewest revisions for sure.
3: Nice. Yeah. Let's check out our Iron Uprise, Out of Astra, Music City Metal. <laughs> Extra Iron Uprise back in the studio Music City Metal uh, so let's talk about some of the shows you guys have seen and some you know it, this is kind of like a roundabout way to ask about your influences starting with you Quinn best show you seen last uh, this year oh this year it doesn't matter it could be local wow. national the,
2: Oof. that's kind of that's difficult uh, i haven't been you to didn't get to many I, I haven't gone to too many this year uh let me see
3: um it, well just in any time the, the last best show that you've mm, been to tool maybe uh,
1: tool, pretty
2: was pretty able- tool was pretty good tools
3: like seen tool
2: so i saw tool in birmingham when they actually announced the album release day they played all the new songs um before the album came out and then they uh they had one date before that in florida and then in Birmingham, that's when they announced the actual release date for the album. Just kind of, they have an intermission, and then out of nowhere, they they just come back with like this banner that has a date on it, and you're just like, like I was I was losing my mind. Like, as yeah,
3: a, well, this has been 13 years, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, been a long it's time. Ridiculously. Long. I love the album, but I, I don't know. But a lot of people, some people are being critical of it. it it's I like pretty the experimentation
2: it's pretty contentious when you have like a fan base that's waited so long for something it's like they they expect something but it's almost like they don't even know what they're expecting from the band Mm, good point like uh i i personally really enjoyed it but when i listened to it i knew it was going to be an album that like not a whole lot of people would like Uh, deviate towards unless they were like kind of a hardcore fan base and even then like the hardcore fan base is kind of divided in a way Mm -hmm. but besides that like i mean favorite shows like mm, whenever devin townsend comes to town that's that's (laughs) That's cool we're big fans he's he's the man he's the man
3: (laughs) See, this question is hard for the first person. They're already thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got the short <laughs> straw, man. <laughs> but you, know, this is a good answer too. All of, you know, I've never seen them actually. Yeah, if I, it's hard because I'm a hardcore fan, uh, but it's, I, I plan on it. It's this, it,
2: it's very special. Uh, I had never seen them before either, and I'd, I've been a fan for super super long time. Obviously, I'm I, I'm not that old relatively, <laughs> but like. I, I've been into them for for a while and um, seeing them for the first time, like their stage performances, seriously, probably the best stage performance that I've seen out of any band that I've seen live.
3: Yeah. Have you seen um, any of uh, Maynard's other projects, Pussifer? Or- Perfect, I have, circle, yeah. perfect I circle, yeah. Perfect circle. I
2: haven't got to see them live, yeah, but I made it either. I always I, had a
3: gig or something happen you know just once that happens, it's screwed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You end up you end up like it's always like, Oh, I work or I've got school or I just don't have money. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's
1: the other thing. What about you? Um show this year. Um I also went to uh, me and him were in Birmingham like the same weekend. <laughs> Um, but I was there for this band called Zeal and Ardor. I don't know if you've heard oh, of them. No. They're they're awesome, man. They're wicked. They are um it's this really strange blend of black metal and um like Civil War slave music, oh. like chain gang music. Well, a, it's the most like yeah, heard. it's it's so strange, but it's like so evil. Like it's See. it's amazing. It's <laughs> like as far as like just atmospheres at a show that was Were they here? remarkable. Playing play Nashville. Here? Uh, that was Birmingham. Oh Birmingham. Yeah yeah as well. yeah. That was okay. in Birmingham as well. Yeah. I, I wish they would come to Nashville because I love that band. They're phenomenal.
3: By you.
0: So I have two shows on my mind. uh Masuga. When they oh, came through here with uh, Black Dahlia, good. that was a great show. And I went to Exit 111, which was amazing. Oh, see,
3: I'm jealous that I missed <laughs> that, too, because I had...
0: Uh, yeah, it was a great time, man. I, I
3: heard I'm, it was it was fantastic. A little chilly, but...
0: Yeah, I, by Def Leppard, everybody was like huddling together because we were yeah. all so freezing cold. But it was a great time. Like, uh, if I had to pick a specific band who stole the show, Gojira. Like, oh, hands really? down, They killed. Like, they had the biggest crowd, and it. I, I talk about this all the time. The uh, I was in the front row, and the the pits were so big that. Anyone in the front row, like, were so huddled together, we were off the ground. Like, we were yeah. like so like crunched together. Like, uh, you watch Game of Thrones by chance? Oh, well,
3: I, I yes, I haven't. I haven't finished it to be honest with you. Okay, but then I'll, I won't make the okay. Reference, yeah, so. like, <laughs> yeah. I've gotten into season six. That's far as I got, and I got distracted with a couple other shows, you know. <laughs> but I'll tell you a little story about Meshuggah. Uh When I first moved to Nashville, uh, '98 and this might have been 99, 2000, um, I was uh, the caretaker of Pastor Bob's house, and we would have bands come through all the time, and he had a huge seven-bedroom house. I mean, he never knew he was going to knock on the door. I mean, everyone from is obscure to Donna Summer popped over back when she was still alive, uh, Lulu Roman from Hee Haw, and then you know, one day Rob Sweet from Striper showed up, and it was really cool. It, w- it was quite an experience. I was at a, a weird point in my life, kind of broken. and um, But he would get stuff in the mail all the time. You know, bands, like at least five to seven cassette demos a week or CDs a week. Mm-hmm. And Meshuggah sent Pastor Bob the demo. And uh, him and I listened to it together. And uh, I'll tell you, he just he has a way um he's always right when it comes to music I don't know I just you know and you know, he's not just not just Christian metal he's, he's he loves a lot of you know bands period and he just whether they're good or not to him and whether or not and he's just like these guys are gonna make it there there's no doubt about it and it really wasn't my style at the time I was more thrash at that time kind of dream theater i was in the tool mm-hmm. i was all over the place but that that wasn't my style and i'm like yeah you know yeah, he was right on <laughs> and uh yeah so i got to hear one of their first demos if you had and this time we'll start with you ryan make okay. it easier on quentin <laughs> <laughs> even it out here if you had any opportunity to open up for a band next year who would it be devin townsend oh wow in a heartbeat that's that's it he, it's, that's my Easy. dream
0: you know, I've wanted to open for the guy since I heard of him because he's just such a phenomenal musician. I mean, to be fair, we'd play and there'd be, then we'd be like, oh, man, now I want to go see him. But, like, <laughs> we, we'd be up in, like, you know, the back area. It'd be uh, great. That was
3: an easy answer for you. What about <laughs> yeah. you, Cameron?
0: Um <sighs> that's tough for me
1: any honestly any of the like 90s um, swedish like melodic death metal bands oh, like yeah. in flames or dark tranquility okay. at like yeah, yeah any of those guys i would turn into a little girl yeah. if we got if we <laughs> got that if we got that calm man
3: <laughs> you got one in mind
2: uh, uh, i mean also devin townsend but uh isan
0: if oh yeah, you, if He's you've ever listened, oh, say that too. again. I miss it.
2: Uh, Isan. Oh, you, oh, wow. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. That's interesting. I, I like your guys' answers all over the place. That's, I'm, a, I'm a big that's, fan that's
2: of his uh, his solo project as well as Emperor. You know, and any chance to like open for him would be a dream.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so going back to the early years when you guys were young, okay, mm-hmm. which is still kind of I mean. When you were very young, what what, <laughs> what what band was it that said that that spoke to you and like I wanna do this, I wanna be a musician? Uh, us Go personally? Yeah. yeah.
0: For me it was Megadeth.
3: Was it really like
0: I love Dave Mustaine, I love David Olfson and just the the way that they put together their music and just it just spoke to me, I guess, for a certain way. Like th- I didn't really understand like my family is very musically inclined like we're mostly pianists and choir guys and it wasn't until like I got into Megadeth that I was like oh you can actually apply that into like a guitar or something like that like one of the first sets of riffs I played was Holy Wars and stuff because I was <laughs> well, that
3: was it how old were you Oh man uh sh-
0: I was like Eight, oh, I think wow. or so and <laughs> yeah. I was like I was doing my fetal attempts of at doing, you know, and it would just it would sound so like bad but I would, in my mind it was like oh it's perfect so, like right yeah
3: shout out to Dave Mustaine just to you know he's a short 40 minute ride away you know his uh, ranch is up for sale oh is it oh, really yeah, 1.9 mil we got it you got it yeah, yeah. Oh, good, to, yeah. yeah. we got it man <laughs> but uh, yeah just shout it's out good. to him we all know he's battling cancer and um, yes, sir. yeah man, yeah, man he's beating it he's he's uh he's working hard at it yeah man he's they're 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 my favorite as well mm-hmm. and uh i mean that that's a tight i mean i'm a i'm a metallica guy as well yeah the early stuff though yeah of course <laughs> yeah first fact, four I'll, records Yeah. i got something to show you guys after we're done recording what i got for my 50th birthday oh boy and uh well, what about you
1: um, so, okay. I gr- yeah, I grew up also with a pretty musical family. Um, I listened and studied a lot of uh, classical music when I was a kid. Um, mm, but when I was, the orchestration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When okay. I was, like, really young. That was, like, my first instrument was violin when I was, like, five. Yeah. Um, and I did piano and all that stuff, too. Um, but as far as, like, rock stuff goes, if you're ready for even more weird answers that make no sense for being in a metal band, uh, was Boston. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, my that's my um, my. It was one of my dad's uh, favorite bands growing up. Here, like he would always tell me the stories of um, him buying that record the day it came out and just listening to it like twelve times over and over again because it was just so ahead of its time. It was, and uh, even to this day, like Tom Schultz is probably my biggest like guitar influence. Is it like really? the, yeah, the harmonies, the melodies, right. the uh, just everything. It's like just. Perfect
3: we have music.
2: a we have a printout of Tom Schultz. We do. Actually. He sits on our he
1: sits on the wall in our recording room. <laughs> Again, another uh, well, Tracy is the
3: one that Pastor Bob's pretty close with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just played their last show. Yeah, he said they're yeah. done. Yeah, wow. and uh, he's coming down coming down to Nashville to do a podcast with Bob pretty soon. Ooh, wow. I get to meet him. Yeah, Ooh. I can't wait. I'm Ooh. really excited because I was that's big, awesome. You know, I mean, of course, you know, not what they played on the radio. Uh, yeah, there was so much. I mean,
1: those records, which the, specifically the first two, the third one was really good as yeah, well. But those first, first two, stage. man, just oh man, I I ruined that cassette yeah. until my yeah.
3: cassette player chewed it up. <laughs> I played it so much. Yeah, I, 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 I was into it as well. Yeah, man, it's it's but, perfect. Oh yeah. Oh, uh,
2: I'm I'm more of a Metallica, like 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 you early Metallica, but I, unlike Ryan, I'm kind of more like the first three albums, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, and justice for all is good, but the first three albums are really where it's at for me. Them and uh, Iron Maiden, like Iron Maiden, mm. is still just uh, like when the very first time. Like this is kind of weird, and uh, I feel like a lot of people in our generation can also speak to this. Like uh, Guitar Hero, Guitar oh, yeah. Hero <laughs> was like a, a big like gateway into a lot of the the heavier like classic metal and then like it from was. from that point like started listening to to heavier things like I, I listened to like metallica slayer iron maiden and then all of a sudden started getting into things like uh, dream theater uh brain drill and <laughs> job for a cowboy best band and, name ever shout out to brain drill brain drill brain drill <laughs> yeah and uh, just like really extreme stuff from there. But the classics always kind of go back to Iron Maiden, Metallica, yeah. you know, Slayer to a certain extent. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. It was, I, they're they're not as big for me as the other two. I
3: know? wasn't really big on Slayer till I got a little older. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You know, maybe it was just because of the, you know, my parents were real, they were standoffish on the music that i liked right they they accepted it you know but um that was one that really scared the crap out of them you know what i mean (laughs) that's basically all that band was designed to do man i mean i i did i I eventually became a big fan you know just i don't know it just took a little bit more time nothing against them whatsoever yeah i have a killer embroidered slayer hat
2: i i really love uh god hates us all like that album really good that album is really really good but a lot of their stuff like i retrospectively like get uh, being of a younger generation i can kind of like look back and i can see like what is show versus like at the time like the shock value of things Mm -hmm. and like uh there there's a lot of thi- there are a lot of things like with extreme like death metal with like cover art and everything that are like very desensitizing yeah. so i'm just kind of like you know, uh, you know this <laughs> this isn't as extreme as all of this other stuff well,
1: it's like, like this, young me. Yeah, it's like the same way that like parents were freaking about Elvis in the fifties, yeah. like swinging <laughs> his hips exactly. on. T- yeah, it's the yeah. same thing. It'll never stop. That's just how it rolls. So my
3: <laughs> first exposure to to Metallica again, I was you know when I was younger before I you know hit 17, 18 and I was buying my own stuff. You know, you just couldn't go and listen to it either. To wait right. for it to play on the radio. Mm-hmm. Or you had to go buy it, or you were screwed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I had never heard Metallica. I was a freshman in high school. This is early 80s. And uh, I had a guy in Metal Shop. This was, uh, and they had a band called Tyrant Sin. A couple of guys were from a district over. And this guy's uh, name is Paul Mazurkowitz. Do you recognize the name? Oh,
1: man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
3: him and I took, uh, yeah. We took metal shop together, and he had a He had a Kill them All shirt on. And I'm like, I've never heard of him. He's like, What? What man? Get out! Come on! And he had an I Rock. He was driving to school, <laughs> and he pops in the cassette and played. You know, Four Horsemen was the first thing I heard, and I was like hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah, he um, they, the Tyrant Sin broke up. He went to Florida. That's Cannibal. And Cannibal Corpse, corpse happened. Yeah, right. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, wow. man. Yeah, so that's he's awesome. in my yearbook. Yeah, wow. He was uh, two years out of it. <laughs> yeah. That's, but anyway. it's um, intense. We're going to get into, let's play this other tune here. You brought two with you, and you have an yeah. entire album. Talk about the album that's coming out, when it's coming, and uh, we're playing From Nothing right after this. Talk about the album a little bit, when uh, when we can expect it to drop, and, and uh, whoever. Yeah, jump man. In.
1: Oh, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Unless anyone else wants to do the sales pitch.
2: Uh, it comes out December 13th. Yes, it's sir. It's called Penumbra.
1: There you go. It'll you be go. available okay.
0: on all streaming yeah, platforms. Yeah, we'll have it
1: streaming everywhere. We uh, actually also just put up all the uh, pre-orders for physicals, so if anybody wants to get a copy... Secured. Just head over to our Bandcamp, Iron
2: Uprise. Oh, Bandcamp. Band, band place to get
3: the music out there. Yeah, sure.
2: Bandcamp.com forward slash Iron Uprise.
3: Yes. You have the ampersand in there? Uh, <laughs> no, spelled out. Yeah, we it's have to spell out. it. We yeah. have to spell it out yeah, on no most characters. of the websites. Correct. That's, yeah, that's
1: all good though, man. Uh, yeah, right. December thirteenth, Penumbra. It's uh, it's gonna be a good time. We worked for you know a long time. Worked really hard on it. Super proud of it. Um, well, big, that's
3: great. This is about three maybe. days after this show's going to air. Yeah, the perfect. The timing's timing, perfect, man. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm yes, excited. Sir. Let's check out this next tune here. What do we got? Uh, From Nothing. Anyone want to introduce it? Talk about it? Anything yeah. cool to oh, say?
2: Okay. It's actually the the first single. At Ostra was our second one. Um, From Nothing is much more straightforward, relatively, than Odd Ostra, but it's kind of made to be that way. It's more classically in your face i guess while still retaining a lot of symphonic elements
3: all right here it is music city metal with dj fish the electric fish but with iron uprise from nothing Nothing. Iron Uprise. Great song, guys. Can't wait to hear the whole album. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah,
1: us, uh, us too. <laughs>
3: so what's, uh, what's the goal for next year for you guys? Show, 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 shows, 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 shows. Shows, shows, shows. And we're how can someone out. who's, uh, who's doing your booking you Guys, are doing it yourself? Mm-hmm. Why don't we go ahead and, uh, shout out your, all of the ways they can get a hold of you, social media, oh. uh, website. Obviously we talked, you said, you mentioned band camp, but go for it. You can
2: find uh, us primarily on Facebook if you have, like, contact um, either for booking shows or any other general inquiries. We also have our email address that should be linked to our Facebook as well. If you have a more professional, like, business proposition, go ahead and shoot us an email. But uh, we're, we're also willing to communicate through Facebook Messenger.
3: Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I I'm I'm excited to see you guys. And I uh, hope you can, uh, as soon as you can pass those dates on to me so I get in my calendar, yes, sir, I will as soon be there. As we know, you know. I, I, I'll go to five local shows before I go do a big one. <laughs> Honest to God, I, I really like supporting the, the local scene here. And also make sure you hit up uh, Evan and ET at NashvilleMarch.com. Get all your shows up there. Connect with them. And then uh, we'll see about getting you guys at the booth here in February the date works out. Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? I know there were, we, we were talking about a couple things during the song there. In Ryan, we, we just got into a Metallica discussion. Yeah, that, yeah,
0: I was just talking about how Hetfield, like Mustaine, was a big influence for me to a point mm-hmm. where, uh, you know, he's notorious for his down ability, that he can basically play these super technical riffs all down-picking the whole time. I do the exact same thing. And it became a problem like recording this record. There was
2: literally a riff that he he could downpick, but it was so fast. fast. Inhumanly so fast. fast. Yeah. That we we had to change the part just because it's like, okay, accuracy, we need to preserve like, you know, the feel. But <laughs> literally he has a problem, like he's addicted. To, to I, there's picking. just something about
0: the tonality of a good down pick yeah. like you, you, you hear it like in those early metallica records like you know it, it, there's just this like aggressive attack to it you know yeah.
3: Yeah. do you remember that tour in 93 uh, when they, it was guns and roses and faith no more metallica yeah i saw that in buffalo and it was, was, the, that the, it was the two point? days after he, he burned his hand in Toronto with the pyro. Oh, right, right, right. And right, he didn't yeah. play guitar that time. I mean, he was standing there with his hand all wrapped yeah, up.
1: Yeah, then they have like a tech playing guitar. Yeah, tech, like his
3: tech jumped in. And it was actually, I mean, me personally, Metallica blew Guns N' Roses off the stage. Mm-hmm. I mean, for a lot of reasons, but yeah. Axel was drunk late. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean yeah, that was just kid, back in a bad time for him, you know, but yeah, of uh, that was one of the best shows i seen Metallica do. I mean, I've seen him several times, but yeah. that was, even though he didn't play, they were, they were phenomenal then. Awesome, I was, it was a great memory. And uh, I guess I really enjoyed this, guys, and I, I want to have you guys back when the whole album comes out. Yeah, man. Maybe next yeah, year, exactly. if you get a couple shows in your belt, come out to the new Fishbowl, yes. and uh, we'll keep you posted. I know I talked a little bit about Battle of the Bands. Nothing's official with it yet, but I will keep you posted there. And then uh, stick around for a minute after we're done recording here and get some spots. That sounds good? Yeah, it yeah. sounds perfect, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wish you all the best next year. And uh, hit them up on Facebook, Bandcamp, throw them some money. You guys have merch yet? Working on it. Working, working on all, it. it. Hashtag all, working it is, on yeah, it.
1: Hashtag working on it. It is all in production. We're just waiting for it to get here. It'll, it'll all be up before the album officially drops.
3: You inst- you, uh, do Instagram too? Yes, we have Instagram. Yeah, Mary, well, boy, Mary kills free. my Instagram page. <laughs> And uh, we'll, we'll get tied together there. Can't wait to see the first show, man. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks man. so much for coming to the Fishbowl on a nice rainy Saturday night. <laughs> like I said, man, just and, for
1: uh, us. We really appreciate it and everything that you're doing to uh, help the scene and help uh, help bands get out there, man. We really appreciate uh, it. Oh, it. it's
3: Thank my you. pleasure, man. I'm really glad to do this. And uh, I do it for the love of young talent and, and exposing that there's way more to country music in this town. Way more. <laughs> right yes, sir. <laughs> music city metal before we wrap up this episode i am going to fill in for mary this week for the nashvillemarch.com rock and roll forecast for the week of december 13th 2019 friday december 13th which is not only the release of iron uprise's album if you want to get out head to the crying wolf sleep for the weary them fixes and two dead men eight o'clock friday the 13th you want to go a little bit bigger hit marathon music works chevelle with convoy and the band royale that is friday the 13th eight o'clock buzz bash for kids iron tribe sad wings at little harpeth brewing uh definitely uh, you got some young iron maiden fans take them out to see keith and Mr. McDonald and the boys uh, do some Iron Maiden, 8 o'clock, Little Harpeth Brewing. Also, tomorrow night, the, actually, the show that I am going to be at, the Nightmare Before Christmas show at the Burrow Bar and Grill, Conniption, I Am the Law, She Devil and Them Fixes. So, if you don't get out on Friday, make sure you come down to the Burrow. On the 15th, Twin Peaks, La La and Ohm, night two. That is at the Basement East. They're doing that on the 14th, so there's two nights of that. Twin Peaks with La La and Omi. December 14th and 15th. Nashville Drummer's Jam on December 16th at Mercy Lounge. The Ivans, Daylight Sinners, Sister Annex, and Stacy Stone is also on December 16th at Exit Inn. December 17th, Sum 41 at the Cowan. Great venue. If you haven't been there, go check that out. Also, coming up on the 19th, White Reaper at the Basement East. They look interesting. Never heard of them. I'll have to check them out. Friday, December 20th, American Goon with Ivory Picture Story. Half-Watt Astronaut. Oh, I saw them. They're worth going out seeing. The East Room. That is on December 20th. And then wrapping up our update pile at Exit Inn. That is December 21st. Make sure you go out support your local acts. And there's a few good touring acts that are worth seeing. But get out there, buy the merch, and support your local metal here in Nashville. Thanks again to Iron Uprise for a fantastic episode. And hey, you want to make the world a better place? Commit a random act of kindness to a complete stranger. Till next time.